to another episode of That's My Personal Business. And if you're here for the first time, welcome. I'm Eden. I'm your host. Feels a little... It always feels weird introducing myself, you guys, because I feel like we're all a family here. And I'm like, oh, there's no one new, but there is new people. I'm Eden Strader. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. That's My Personal Business is where we talk about how our personal lives and businesses are intertwined. We talk about all things business, all things personal, and all things in between. So I'm very excited to have you here. We talk a lot about empowerment and woo-woo things and building a business that fulfills us personally and supports our dream life rather than our lives supporting our business. So glad you're here. Stick around a while. And for those of you that have been around for nearly a year, thank you. I love you guys. I'm so glad you're here. I cannot believe we're coming up on a year of this podcast. We have to celebrate. How are we going to celebrate? Please write in with some ideas on how we celebrate because I feel like we got to go big or go home on this one. I am stoked. I wish that I was not living in a hot spot for COVID Delta and we could have a little shindig, a little get together, but it is what it is. So I'm stoked to have you guys here. It is a personal episode, which means we are talking about what is working, what is not in the business right now. So let's chat. Um, Right now, what is not working? I'm going to be very honest with you guys that for a long time, I have just felt a little disconnected from my business. And I have felt like this really strong pull that like, my time on educating on maybe photography specifically and doing photography is coming to an end. Um, I will always do photography because it's a passion of mine, but like more as a hobby than a business thing. But photography has kind of been like my identity and my thing for so long that I've just like been so white knuckly around it. And so obviously I announced that I'm not taking weddings anymore. And that was kind of my first step. And then I started diving into education more, which was another step. But I've just still kind of felt like this pull that like, well, I need to talk about photographers, like photography. That's why people are here. That's why they're following me. And honestly, it's just kind of been out of alignment. And I am like terrified even saying this right now because I'm like, what if I lose it? all of my people? But I mean, I guess if you're only here for the photography and that's not my calling anymore, that's okay because I'm really grateful that you were here while you were. But if that's no longer in alignment with what you need, that's okay too. That's what I'm having to come to terms with. So I'm realizing that I'm just being called in more not like obviously I've started transitioning more into like the coaching and the business coaching and empowerment and the branding course was such a beautiful creation for me because it was in a more personal direction that course is all about finding personal fulfillment in your business and finding success in that um and so that was like why that course felt especially so special to me is it had nothing to do with photography it was more about stepping into alignment but I feel like even more pulled and I feel like some big transitions are probably coming that are going to be stepping into a more personal and empowerment zone in my business. So that's, I think, where things are headed. And by I think, I mean, I know. Um, I do think I still love educating you guys so much on the business stuff, which is actually what this episode is all going to be about. Um, But I think it's just going to be more from a standpoint in creating your dream life and feeling empowered and feeling like in love with your life and having your business support that rather than this like ever pursuit of success, quote unquote, traditional success um, and like business success because yeah, it's just a little bit out of alignment. And so I feel like I'm finally kind of coming to terms with that, that like teaching on photography is not my forever thing 
um, obviously all photography courses will still be up forever and photography just has such a big part of my heart because it's like one of my favorite hobbies so I'll keep doing it but yeah big changes are coming in more of a personal direction so that's what hasn't been working is this little like ping in the back of my head being like hey <laughs> you gotta make some pivots but I'm like no I'm really stubborn you guys and as much as I like love talking about like listening to your intuition and things like that I'm really good at it in some areas and not great at it in others I'm just a human and nothing I talk to you about I am perfect at like I am learning just like you guys and this is one of the things I'm learning and I've just been letting that sit kind of for a long time feeling like it needs to go in more of a personal empowerment direction and I feel like I'm finally giving it the attention it needs so we're stepping further into alignment this year so big news is going to be coming soon something that I've been dreaming up for like a year and a half and I feel like now I finally have the guts to bring it to life so it's kind of going to be huge and amazing and beautiful and I literally cannot wait so announcements will be coming soon obviously to you guys here on the podcast first because you always get it um another thing that is going to be amazing is um I bought very last minute tickets to Switzerland. Um, we will see if this trip is happening, honestly, with Delta getting a little scarier and they just came out with another mask mandate here in Los Angeles. So I'm not opposed to canceling this trip. We will see. I kind of am like, you know, what? if I'm supposed to go, I'll go. But it's not the end of the world if it's not my time yet. But um, Switzerland has always been one of my very favorite places. It's you know how people talk about how they go to certain places and they feel like they're home? I've really never felt that anywhere other than New York and Switzerland, but Switzerland specifically. Um, and I went there in the heart of my abusive relationship and it was so weird because like I was so miserable and such a shell and like Switzerland would be like one of the few places I would like get a glimpse at joy like I would feel like little pieces of happiness in Switzerland even though some of my most traumatic memories happened there like I literally <laughs> one of my core memories and EMDR is like in Switzerland it's really weird because some really painful stuff happened there but it is still my favorite place on earth anyway Ever since I left that relationship, I was like, I know eventually I would like to go back to Switzerland by myself and kind of have like this journey through there and kind of like reclaim that for me and have like almost like a cathartic journey through Switzerland. Um, a very main character dramatic thing for me, but I just felt like in my bones that it needed to happen. And then obviously COVID happened. Switzerland has been closed very very hard like one of the harder closed uh, European countries and also just traveling international right now is not something I take very lightly and so I didn't really think of it I figured it would happen in a couple years and then a bunch of woo-woo stuff kept happening I got my palm reading back from Ashy Adams and like all this stuff was kind of saying the same thing and one of the things in Ashy's palm reading for me was like about travel and how pivotal it was going to be and I was like that's so weird I have nothing planned and then that night I was laying in bed and was like oh I should see like if Switzerland's announced anything like a plan to reopen in the next year whatever and I went and I looked and they had just opened that week and tickets were on sale and I literally just booked tickets and I leave in like two and a half weeks so kind of wild um it's have you ever had something where you just feel like it is going to be a really huge shift in your life you're like you're like I don't know what's gonna happen but it's gonna be big that's how the Switzerland trip feels so stay tuned for that because I, I think it's going to be I can feel that it is going to be a really big personal journey for me and a big personal shift and so I'm really excited to see how that influences like my being and also just my life in general so yeah I'm also just trying to realize that like my business is okay even when I take days off 
and let that be a note to you that even if you take days off, your business is going to be okay. Like it's actually going to be fine if you don't post on Instagram today. Shocker. Um, it's also going to be fine if you don't edit today. Like you can edit tomorrow. Um, it doesn't mean that we have to take every day off every day for the rest of our lives. But um, this is something big I've been trying to do lately. Like if I don't feel like working, I don't. Um, and that's because then I can take care of myself. And then the next day when I have to do that work, I do that work better. The quality is better. The experience I give my clients is better. And so I'm trying to give myself permission to reschedule things or to take the day off um, because my business will survive and my clients will be fine and I can better serve them when I'm a better person. So that's kind of the things that have been working lately and what have not. Anywho, before we dive into the rest of this episode, another incredibly exciting thing that is coming up soon is Magic Hour is back. I don't know if you guys remember Magic Hour from 2020, but it became my little baby because I wanted to create a series of education that could really change your guys's businesses like in huge life-altering ways, but in a way that was really accessible in the midst of a very scary economic time, and honestly, just time in general. We launched this in summer slash early spring, maybe, um, of 2020, and it is a four-part series on a bunch of different topics, and I wanted it to be as accessible as possible because like I said, this came to be, this was birthed in the middle of the pandemic when things were really scary. I know a lot of people did not have money yet to be investing in in education, but we also were just sitting around. And it was one of my favorite things that I did in 2020. It was so amazing to connect with so many of you and to help you change your businesses in like huge ways. And so it's kind of been sitting in the back of my head again that like I want to be able to do this again. It was so fulfilling and so amazing to help you guys um, and to give you all of this information in such an accessible way and so it is back magic hour part two is back and this time honestly it's better than ever it is a four-part series and we are focusing on things everything from personal fulfillment in our businesses to actual email marketing strategies like we're really covering a wide range of things because obviously here at Eden Strader I care about you having an amazing life more than I care about you having an amazing business. However, an amazing business is part of building an amazing life. And so we're going to cover everything from business to personal things. So there are four different classes that we are doing. And as always, we're going to be doing very limited seats to these because they are 45 minutes long with a Q&A at the end, hence the hour. So we usually do the Q&A for like 15 to 25 minutes. Um, and so I like having limited seats so that you guys actually have time to ask questions on the training because my entire plan with these trainings is that you get so much information in one sitting. And so I want you to be able to ask clarifying questions at the end since you're just going to get a word vomit, like open fire hydrant influx of information on how to change your life and your business. So there's going to be limited seats for everyone and for every class. And obviously, because I love you guys here at the podcast, you're getting first dibs. You are the first to hear about Magic Hour relaunching. So the link will be in the show notes if you want to grab one of the limited seats. And when I say limited, we're doing like maybe 20 people per class. So do not wait on it. These classes are less than $100. They are so inexpensive, but cover as much information as I would like cover in a one-on-one mentoring session that is over $500. So do not sleep on it. This is something that we only do once a year. And by that, I mean, this is the second time we're doing it. Um, But these classes are going to be phenomenal. I was just writing up one of the course like outlines and it was like five pages long just for one of them. And there's four of them. So it's going to be really wild. I'm super excited to have you guys in there. So 
wanted to give you guys the first heads up that magic hour is back and better than ever. So today's episode, you guys, is kind of a more businessy one. So if you're here for some of the more personal stuff, I don't know if this one's gonna excite you, but it's about mid-year. I am very unorganized a lot of the time, so obviously it's not actually halfway through the year. We're somewhere in quarter three right now, I'm pretty sure. However, I just had my assistant, Jamie, who is an angel baby and edits this podcast. But anyway, she compiled my mid-year, hee hee, whoops, um, marketing analysis. And so I wanted to walk this walk through it with you guys because here's the thing. I am never going to BS you guys. I'm sure you've gotten that feel if you this is your first episode ever listening to me. We're very transparent here. Um, I really want you guys to get a good insight into what my running my business is actually like um, rather than giving you hindsight data all the time. Um, A lot of educators I've found, they'll be like, this is what worked for me in the past. Like, this is what we did and it worked. And that's really helpful, right? Like, I'm not saying that's not helpful. I teach you guys on what's worked for me. But I also like giving you insight into what's happening in real time so that you can get insight into like what I'm doing right now and what is working and what's not which is why we do that series too on the on the personal episodes what's working what's not I just want to give you guys insight into like what I'm actually putting into practice right now and how that's showing up in my business so that you can learn from it too and so since we just had the calling all brands launch that is closed now we kind of have a lot of data and a lot of launch stuff to analyze to see what's working um and this is something that I haven't always been really good at is doing these market analysis marketing analysis and like looking back to plan stuff moving forward and so that's something I'm trying to get a lot better at is analyzing what I've been doing to actually see the hard data and figure out what we need to focus on moving forward. So I'm going to be walking you guys through this in real time. I literally haven't even looked over this analysis that Jamie sent over so that you guys can really get some insight into what is working and we can analyze it together. And then you can try these things in your business and see if that's helpful. So we went through each of my social media platforms. So we started with Facebook, which I didn't run any ads this last month. We just have it so that my Instagram shares to the Facebook page. Um, My reach is a lot less on Facebook than any every other platform. My videos always do well with reach. Anything with tips did the best, but not a ton of reach there. Um, self-portraits and lifestyle type content had okay reach, and the best reach and engagement overall is wedding photos. Um, that is not surprising to me at all because Facebook is where I originally kind of had set up for my wedding photography. So it tends to do better because everyone there is there for wedding content, which is why I don't really focus on Facebook stuff anymore just because it's not as helpful for me. I told you guys how we ran some Facebook ads. It kind of went okay, but not amazingly. So that's something that we're kind of putting on the back burner right now because I've found that my time and money is kind of spent elsewhere. So we'll kind of dive into my big three, which are Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest and email marketing. That's kind of what we've been focusing on a lot lately. So let's talk about Instagram. And we are analyzing my content from like June 15th to July 14th because that was the launch period. So overall best was a 25 second video I did um, on if your business is giving you the freedom that you want. I'm not sure if you guys saw that. That audio did really well. So it reached like 24,000 people, um, which for a reel on my account is pretty good. That's one of my higher ones. Um, I think like the highest I've ever gotten was like 100K and that's usually on a tip thing. So the video subject was really lifestyle and I was talking about how like your business needs to provide you freedom in your life. It shouldn't be taking over your entire life. So this one went 
pretty decently viral. It did well on TikTok as well. So we reached 24,000 people. Um, it got almost 900 likes and it got almost 250 shares and 200 saves, which is pretty cool. So we kind of analyzed that the timing was probably good. We were talking about freedom. Um, however, I found that these lifestyle videos that I've been posting, like kind of compilations of really fun things with narration over the top, have been doing really, really well. Like those ones are the ones that have been performing really well. So that's what I'm going to be prioritizing moving forward are these lifestyle reels, just like literally compilation. Like they were just videos that I took in my normal life doing things. Like it was like me in Hawaii, me out with my friends. It was the most average, like it literally was just my life. And then me talking about how like you should be prioritizing making your life beautiful. So lifestyle with voiceovers is performing really well for me because the second best video we had from this time period was an 18 second video saying, do you know what a successful brand looks like? And then it was a compilation of BTS and lifestyle things again. So it was a pretty trendy audio, which is another thing if you're using um, TikTok and Instagram is that try to follow the trends. That is one of the best pieces of advice I have for you, which was probably a big factor in its success. It was only a fraction of the last video. It got like 7.6 thousand reach, 8,000 plays. Um, but that one did really well too. And we just kind of were showing like what a successful brand looks like. So I'm finding that showing you guys how amazing your life should be and having an audio on top of it is what's performing really, really well. So as far as static posts go, and it'll be interesting to see how this moves kind of looks moving forward since they're prioritizing video now on Instagram. But these are our actual posts. So we did a carousel um, talking about like tips for your brand. And it was just like cute text over like a gradient, like really simple, but just like a brand review graphics carousel that reached 4,000 people. 3% of them were not following me. Um, so you can see here though, like that's a drastic difference, right? Like that one video got 24,000 plays. Like it reached, let's see, it reached, yeah, it reached 24,000 people. Um, whereas like my best post, my best static feed post reached 4,000 people. That's literally one sixth. So obviously videos already getting prioritized a lot more than these static posts. Um, but this one was the best one I had. It had 130 saves, but only 15 shares. So that was one I'm finding that like the static post, if it has something educational that's going to help you in your business. So if you can offer some piece of advice or value to your audience, those things are going to get saved more. So that's what got pushed the most there. And then I had a second best one, um, which was, do you show yourself in your business? Again, a colorful graphics that reached 3.6 thousand people and 8% were, weren't following. So that one got a little bit better as far as the people not following me and reaching a new audience. Um, let's see. Yeah, that one did okay. It got 72 saves. So Posts are not doing as well as the reels, obviously, but you guys are finding a big value in showing a beautiful life through video and like the lifestyle videos with words and like with audio put on top. And then as, as far as actual static feed goes, posts with educational content or value, like something that you can actually implement steps that you can take is doing really, really well. So the best site clicks I had and highest percentage of reach that wasn't following me um, were, I don't know why my ideal clients aren't following me. Does this sound like you? And I talked about like how you need to attract your ideal clients. So that one reached pretty decently. That reached 3.1 people, but 31% weren't following, which is pretty insane. Um, it only had five shares too. So I need to figure out like what it was that did well on that. I'm guessing hashtags. Another standout and reach percentage not following and profile visits was um, I literally just had like a cute 
quote that said like the market can't be saturated um if there's no one like you and literally the caption was just friendly reminder it's hot girl summer and we're starting with our billion dollar brands like that was the entire caption I was so lazy that day and I reused a graphic that I shared a couple months ago that did really well um so just a reminder that you 100% can reuse your content and no one's gonna notice um because that one had 167 shares I'm pretty sure the first time I shared it it had like hundreds and hundreds of shares it was wild the first time but it obviously did well the second time too so if you have content that's performing pretty well on Instagram reuse it you don't have to be exhausted and cranking out content literally 24 7. When I'm doing my posts and reels, if I show like home decor or my cards or my journal, it doesn't really do as well as it does when I show you guys like a huge compilation. So I think that's one of the things we're going to be really focusing on is that on my account, seeing people seems to perform a lot better than just like really like object heavy things like if I'm just pulling cards for you guys or like what I want to do too is try out some reels where like it's me literally shuffling and pulling the cards for you I'm curious to see if it'll do better if I'm literally in it because we're finding that things do better when people are actually in it. Um, as far as IGTVs are going, um, IGTVs specifically have the highest percentage of people who aren't following me. So it's reaching people who don't follow me the best. So um, I did a ton of videos during the branding launch. And I will say that going live every day and doing free trainings for you guys converted so well for calling all brands. Like that one actually worked really well. So I will never be doing a launch again without doing that. Um, I wanted, that's not something I had done before. And so I wanted to try out doing that like the every single day during the launch and it went really well. The best I had was what does the new IG update mean for you? Obviously an on-trend topic. Again, try to focus on the things that are like really specific in your industry that people are struggling with because that one did really well. It reached almost 5,000 people and 25% of them were not following me. So that's kind of wild to be honest that like 20, literally one fourth of the people weren't following me. That one did really well. So that's something I'm going to be prioritizing as well is focusing on the things that you guys are struggling with or like things that are coming out about marketing. I'm literally out of breath because obviously that's doing really well. So on my brand review IGTVs, I got less reach, but it was pretty average engagement and other stats like all about all my other IGTVs did about the same between 1700 to 2400 people reach and about 44 to 54% not already following, which is kind of wild. So IGTVs are probably going to be something that I'm focusing on a little bit more in order to get you guys a little bit more engaged. It feels like it's going really well. So one of the things I also recommend is if you have YouTube or a podcast, multi-purpose that content. I probably should have video recorded this podcast and threw it on Instagram, but it is what it is. We'll do it with the next podcast episode. But something I found that works really well is I was just turning all of my IGTVs into podcast episodes and turning all of my podcast episodes into IGTVs. So again, repurpose your content. You can do that on YouTube too. There's no reason for you to have to be creating content for every single platform. Repurpose it. It's all the same. Like everyone needs either photo or video. So just repurpose everything. Um, Okay, so that is our Instagram recap. We're going to have a huge focus on reels that are just videos with audio over them, pushing really educational and actionable steps on the static posts when we do post those. That's kind of the move right now. So Pinterest, um, 20 most recent pins and top performers and best performing boards. Um, sorry, I'm literally reading through this for the first time so that I can give you guys real time information and what I think. So for my recently pinned, um, the... My indoor shoots are kind of doing the 
best, um, the outdoor shots aren't doing as well, which I've kind of found that a lot of my studio work does the best on Pinterest just because as far as outdoor content goes or like weddings outdoors, they all kind of look the same. There's a lot of stuff like that already on Pinterest, whereas like indoor portraits do really well because that's a little bit more niche. So um, my Euphoria Vibes self-portrait shoot that I did a while ago, I don't know if you guys remember that, um, that one went like viral on Pinterest. It did so, so well. So again, this is just sticking with the trends, like pay attention to what people are doing right now. TikTok is a hot spot for trends. Kind of notice what people are paying attention to and what they're wanting to see because that's when we did like the euphoria vibe self-portraits and honestly I wasn't even thinking of the trends when I did it but then when I was doing Pinterest and trying to brainstorm all of my keywords which PS Pinterest course is linkable in the show notes and our Pinterest course is literally one of my favorite things of all time because it will rock your Pinterest game forever um but when I was coming up with the keywords I was like oh shit everyone's doing euphoria stuff lately this literally looks like euphoria let's just like really target the euphoria like keywords here and see how it does and it like took off and what's great is if you click through from those pins it actually goes to a blog post that's linked to a podcast episode so it just links people right in so make sure that they're getting taken to somewhere actionable once they click through your pins um some of my I have a bunch of older pins that are still the top performers in the past 90 days so like I did a shoot of Abby like two years ago that literally gets like yeah in the last 90 days it got 223,000 views which is wild two out of my top 10 performers and impressions are from that shoe um Seth's fashion shoe all cute it's like my two besties shoots do the well do the best but they're just portraits indoors which is super cool so um it seems like my colorful portraits also do really well when they're pinned about the same time um I have a lot of old wedding work that does really well on that. Um, graphics aren't doing super great. They're pretty consistent. I found that like linking graphics that go almost like like freebie graphics aren't doing super well on Pinterest, but like phone background graphics are like if you guys are familiar I have like a bunch of phone graphics that say like I have one with mantras on it that's like I deserve all things good I'm a money magnet blah 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 that one does really well so I think what I need to do for Pinterest is kind of focus on building like cute viral type content and linking it to maybe blog posts that like link to freebie funnels I think that's kind of be going to be the route to do just because it kind of feels like the freebie graphics aren't grasping people as quickly so I think like for example they're like I deserve all things good I'm a money magnet if I could have that link to a blog post with my manifesting freebie on it that's probably going to convert a little better so we're going to try that out see how that goes and yeah we'll just see how that goes I'll keep you guys posted um videos are also doing really well on Pinterest now which is amazing so repurpose those reels and TikToks on there um okay as far as like my boards go personally portraits do the best for me and then engagement inspo and then bridal inspo so what's great is that even if people are there for wedding stuff if they click through to my website it's all educational so right now all my wedding stuff is just routing people still to the website which is great but we are hoping to I'm really hoping that we can start analyzing the Pinterest a little bit more to figure out how to get the educational content to perform a little bit better on there I haven't been able to do a ton of research on that yet so that's going to be one of my main things um let's move into email lists. So my average open rate for email broadcasts is about 29%. It ranges from 20 to 43%. Um, so 
that's honestly, I'm pretty proud of that because open rates are garbage usually. Like I'm pretty sure the average open rate is like 5% to 10%. So I'm pretty proud of that 29%. Um, my best open rate was the subject line, my number one tip like ever. So if you're doing email lists, let me tell you one thing. I am subscribed to 1 million email lists. I literally never open any of them unless the subject headline grasps my attention. So really focus on that subject heading line. Like my number one tip like ever that's going to help people for sure. So they're going to click on that. Um, I have a pretty consistent click rate for the podcast links and YouTube links do really well. So I think more YouTube videos in the broadcast are going to have to do well. So I think when I start making freebies, I'm going to record quick videos and upload those because it kind of feels like people are clicking through to YouTube more than they are reading things in the email list. So I need to focus on that. Um, the highest amount of clicks I got was for my free branding reviews. Um, and when people click through to like schedule that for the Dubsado um, appointment. So I'm noticing that like the more free whatever I can give you guys is usually where I'm converting the best and then it's converting into actual courses and purchases. So that's one of the things we're going to be focusing on quite a bit moving forward is just like free trainings routing back to these things that are already built. So rather than building a ton of new content, I'm going to be building content that leaks to courses and things that we have already built, if that makes sense. So um, adding PDF freebies also does decently well so like if I add pdfs within the email list those are doing okay but it feels like video it looks like video is converting better than the pdfs are um any Kajabi links kind of do decent. So um, one of the big things that was really, really helpful in the branding launch, so if you guys are doing a launch anytime soon, was that I sold as many, like I sold almost as many courses in like the last 72 hours as I did in like the first week and a half of the launch. And that's because I made a real point to be like, doors are closing. This is your one chance. We sent out an email every day for three days in a row. And the last one was like, bye, bye, bye. Like we're leaving ya. It's closing right now. Scarcity mentality will always go a long way. Um, this was one of my first launches where I kind of went apeshit um, just because I love this. I'm so obsessed with this course and I wanted it in as many people's hands as possible. And so I wanted to really show up and show you guys the value in it as well as give you every opportunity possible to get the course. So I noticed that doing the IGTVs, lots of reels, as well as like sending out an email list email almost every day for the last couple days to be like, hey, doors are closing. Hey, this is happening. Don't miss it. This is your chance. That worked really, really well. Okay, as far as my automations go and my funnels go, my Let's Get Lit freebie, um, which is all about artificial light. If you're a photographer, it's a really stellar one. We'll link it for you in the show notes. That one did the best. We did do advertising for that. Um, so I am curious to see if that's what routed a lot of that traffic. Um, but I do feel like every time I posted about it on my Instagram stories too, it converted really, really well. Um, my open rate was really high for that rather than my other broadcasts. So like that was 44 to 68% open rate. Um, the business, biggest success was the first email that had a 65% open rate and 44 um, and like hundreds of people downloaded the PDF. Um, 
The second email within that funnel had an Amazon link and that one did really well. This is another thing I highly recommend people do is because even if people don't want to buy my artificial light course, they can still buy all the gear that I use off Amazon and I get a commission, which is stellar. So I'm earning money whether they buy my course or not. Next was the conditional branch. So then it got sent like a deal got sent to people who don't already have the course. And that's another thing if you're doing email funnel list, give them some sort of incentive like and so I have a branch so that like they get an incentive if they buy the artificial light course and then another branch where if they already have the course they get a discount on something else like they just get a discount code um so that one converted decently um that funnel so I feel like we need to kind of troubleshoot that last email one of the things that I've found that has been converting really well is showing screenshots of your guys's reviews screenshots feel more authentic to people because it doesn't feel like they've like asked someone to write something up it's like literally someone hopping into their dms and being like this changed my life so I think that's something that we're going to add to the last email on that funnel just to convert a little bit better when it upsells into the course. Um, another little bundle that did really well was the mobile preset freebie, which we'll link that for you in the show notes as well because you get free mobile presets, which is great. Um, this was one of my first automations I made and we haven't really pushed it. It just sits in my like LinkedIn bio, which is nice. So um, we have like a 53% open rate on the first um, email for upsells into the preset. So and then like gives them a discount. So this is another thing is like as many if you're going to sell something in a funnel, put as many reviews as possible. So I think that's something that we need to put into the last email on all of my funnels are more reviews because they're not in there right now. So we need to work on that for sure. Um, And those are my main freebies right now. We also had the branding BFF freebie, which I didn't push super hard because we were doing so many free trainings on branding during the launch. So that one didn't convert super, super well. Um, So one of the things I think we need to do is push that freebie a little bit more now that the doors are closed or when we start opening up the doors again because I did notice that I think because so much was going on with the launch it didn't give get as much attention as it needed as far as like the freebie funnel goes which that freebie funnel is insane though it has so much value in it and literally has a huge 20 minute section from the course so I think we just need to get the word out about that a little bit more so that is what is happening at Eden Schrader right now um we've got a lot of things in the works I also this hasn't been updated on here yet because Jamie was just compiling all of this but I told you guys that I have been doing a I've been attempting to do a reel every day on Instagram I definitely haven't because again I refuse to do anything that isn't fun and if I don't want to do it I'm not gonna do it so we have missed a couple days on days that like my siblings were out here and I was like I'm not wasting my time figuring out a reel today we're just gonna let the today slide um but those have been doing really really well and I have noticed that my engagement on my reels has been going up significantly since doing that consistently so um obviously posting and creating a reel every day is a lot of work this isn't something I'm going to do every day for the rest of my life I just kind of want to experiment with it for the end to till the end of the month um but something to keep in mind because it is converting really well so um like I said what's converting the best are just like lifestyle videos of me with audio 
on top of it. So one of the things we've been doing is taking podcast audio clips and then just putting it over the video. So it's just repurposing content. It's super easy. It takes little to no effort from me and my team. Um, so that's been working and converting really well. So that's a little insight into what is going on with our marketing right now. Um, we're putting a lot more focus into um, like Pinterest, email funnels, um, and then obviously Instagram is always a good community builder. So I'm going to be doing a lot of research today and kind of analyzing these things a little bit more to come up with our game plan and our marketing plan for the rest of the year um just that we have like actual data to back up what is working in our business so i challenge you to do the same go through your stats on all of your platforms and see what is actually working so that you're not just like throwing out lines hoping that it's going to catch something like actually use the data to plan out the rest of your year because that is what is going to go the furthest and then you can make this beautiful concoction of what you love doing and what your audience loves receiving right because it's like we don't want to produce content that our audience loves and we hate or vice versa that's not really going to help um, if your audience isn't connecting to anything you're doing it's because you have not found your ideal client yet and you need to do different ideal client work to figure out who it is that you're needing to target because if they're not connecting with anything you like, there's obviously a disconnect there. But usually you can find this beautiful middle ground and produce work that you love, that your audience reacts to as well. So use the actual numbers to plan that out. And hopefully some of the things we talked about today, you can try out, see if your audience resonates with that. And yeah. That's everything, you cuties. That is our mid-year, even though it's nearly August, Jesus, um, our mid-year marketing analysis. And I hope it helps you guys a little bit as you come up with your marketing plans for the rest of the year. All the links that you need will be in the show notes, including our Pinterest course. Anything you need on that, please feel free to send over any questions. Our Pinterest course is one of our biggest bestsellers ever. That and the Artificial Light course are my two biggest bestseller courses. Um, the Pinterest course is insane like it will change your life forever and direct so much traffic to your website there's nothing that makes me happier than you guys sending me dms of like your dream elopement inquiries coming in through pinterest it makes me so happy so if you ever have any questions on the pinterest course please feel free to send them over but we also have like pinterest guides on instagram and stuff like that to help you get started on that app because it is a phenomenal marketing tool so i love you guys i mean it and i will see y'all next time <laughs>